Toyota Camry. Hallelujah. God said it is vanity. I give it to you. It doesn't mean I won't burn it tomorrow. Oh, I hope you understand that. Must I have reasons from the Bible? When he gave fish to, to Peter, did Peter eat anything from it? He said, now follow me. It's not as if God likes setting cars on fire, but sometimes he just likes to make a point to people. One of the things that will kill you in life is you'll be driving one day, you'll be praying to God to give money to build a big house. Then God say, park here. As soon as you park here, another house will collapse. Say, have you seen it now? Houses collapse. Do you still, you want to repeat that prayer? I said, no, not, not yet. <laughs> I, I, I need to be. He <laughs> said, what's all of this? You have not prayed about serious things. Your temper is as hot as ever. You are busy. <laughs> no, it's true now. People don't know what's more important in life. You can't sleep at night because of worry. You are praying about house. Listen, if your lack of a house will not let you sleep at night, God won't give it to you. Because if they give you money to build it, your sleep will disappear further. Where a man's treasure is. Thank you. There, there his sleep will be also. <laughs> Anytime he travels, he's calling. Did you check the garage? Did they put on fire there? Anybody cooking in the backyard? <laughs> you... See, I tell people, just by the way, this may sound like a joke. Just think about your phone right now. I want to ask you a question. If it falls down today and the screen smashes, what will happen tomorrow? If your answer is, ah, ah, pastor, it mustn't happen, then that phone is too big for you. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's too big. If you are using a phone that when it drops, the screen will smash, you go to someone, they tell you 48,000, and you start praying, just that phone, sow it as a seed. Bring the offering basket. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, honestly, go and look for somebody and say, the Lord said I should dash this to you. It's too big for you. Anything that will t- take your sleep away, please don't ask the Lord for it. That's just the point I'm trying to make. How to pray in time of affliction. That's what I'm explaining. So, see, sometimes when God is delaying, apparently, it's not as if he's delaying. He said, I'm making you hungry so that you can get a point. That man does not live by bread alone. The example I gave earlier. Because before I give you enough money to clear your own compound, uh, your own corner in that village, you will have to be able to, ha, ah, that if you get to a point that you will not even notice the next one that is built, and when you do notice it, it doesn't move you. You get to a point, you are like Paul, you are independent of circumstances. So when you are having affliction, remember, maybe that's what God is doing in your life. The people have asked me before, pray about it, I said, my dear sister, come. This thing is, is too much of a prayer point. I think we should leave it alone. Yeah. If something is too much of a prayer point, you should leave it alone. You don't need it. You don't need it. It made them hungry first so that they will understand that life is not about this food. It's not about this food. You want to survive? Don't worry. I will give you, I want to give them manna. The manna was just one meal each time. The only day it stretched a bit was on Friday because it didn't want it to come out on Saturday. You had enough to eat for the morning. And evening, that's it. Next day, that's all. That's all. You know, what was he trying to say? I don't want you to depend on anything you can see. I want your hope, your expectation to be on me all the time. And you know I quoted from James? 
James said, that's why you should rejoice when you fall into diverse trials. Listen to me. You have been praying to God for something since last year, two years ago. He hasn't done it. He heard you the first day. He heard you the first day. It's just that you have not yet crossed the point he wants you to cross. Your joy is still tied to that thing. He said, until you are totally glad in me, I'm not giving you any extra thing. So I said, no, sorry. Until you really, really, you know, when we're talking about godliness with contentment. Contentment means, God, even if you will not solve it, I will dance from now till tomorrow. That the fact that I can call you father, ah, is that not big enough? Many of our afflictions, that's what's causing them to stay there. God said, our joy is dependent on them, and for that reason, he's not willing to do anything yet. Not that he doesn't want to give. He's just saying that you have not yet understood that man does not live by bread alone. Do you get my point? Listen, child of God, you have to be able to rejoice in affliction. That's what I'm explaining. You have to be able to rejoice in affliction. All the prayer meetings we have that's always trying to solve one problem after the other. Many of them God doesn't attend. Many prayer meetings, God just says angels to come and prevent the devil from killing people. Because him, he's not planning to come. He's not listening. So which frequency are they on? He said 97.9 FM. Shut it down. All the songs they are singing is bouncing back into their bodies. Why? They've just gathered to solve more problems. They've never gathered for the sake of the Lord. They've never gathered for his sake. Every time it's to solve problems. Come to church today. That thing that you have been looking for, tonight you will get it, they will go. Somebody say, come, let us go and worship God that has kept us alive till today. Say, so let's solve this problem first. And believe me, that's why the Lord is not solving many problems. How do we pray in the time of affliction? We read many scriptures. Last time we ended with one thing. The prayer point that left, Job 34, right? From verse 31. He said, has anyone said to God, I have born chastisement? I will not offend anymore. Teach thou me what I do not see. He said, if I have done iniquity, I will do it no more. Teach thou me what I do not see. That is a prayer point I keep on teaching believers to pray. Because listen, Job also said, if you go to the previous page, previous chapter, he said, God tries, this is what he's trying to do, to open the ears of man so that he might turn, in verse 17, so that he might turn man away aside from his conduct and keep him from pride. For that reason, he shakes him a bit. He tries to open his ears so that they can hear instruction. He speaks to them gently, they don't listen. He now said he's also chasing with pain on his bed. Now listen to this. That stands for all the troubles we have in life. I keep on saying, one major reason that we have troubles is to get our attention. Stop pointing fingers. Have you ever seen women that will tell you that men always disappoint me? Then know them for six months. You disappoint them also. Yeah, it's true. That is disappointing. I'm not, I'm not your friend again. No, I, I, that is... It's a, it happens. You, you probably know one or two. And they go and say, pray. Now listen to this. Oh. Last time I said that all the time you point fingers, my enemies are the reasons. It's a, it's a, that thing is a plague in Christianity of Nigeria today. Whole of Africa. Oh, it's also a problem in America, I forgot to tell you. It's a problem in London too. 
This one that we're always pointing fingers. Somebody is doing me. My mother's neighbor in the village said, that is the reason why men are always disappointing me. If you're a non-believer, it's possible. If you're a believer, it's a lie. Now, listen to what I'm trying to say. That thing is a plague. Always pointing fingers. You know the problem with that? With, with, troubles, afflictions, is one way by which God gets our attention. It's not his first choice. Let me quickly say that. I'm not saying it's his first choice. If you read it, Elihu said that he first speaks. Sometimes he speaks in dreams. I've been corrected in dream before, many times. You know what it means? If, I, if your friends correct you, dreams correct you, Oh, I forgot to mention, you come to Bible study like this, you get corrected. If you don't hear, God is good. Somebody say amen. amen. Because of his goodness, he has to shake you up a bit. He has to. And Eli who said, he's so as to prevent you from going into destruction. He has to. He has to. People come and say, no, it's my mother's people that said... That's why I'm always having disappointments. They say I have a near miss syndrome. Just before the process. So, what do we do? We are going to go for deliverance. Listen, deliver yourself from bad character. All this on deliverance is Witches. Witches are not doing you anything. Witches are not doing anything to you. You know, I keep on saying that thing. Listen, you know what Peter said, Second Peter chapter 1. He said, if these traits are in you, are in you and are increasing, it will render you. Quickly open to it. Second Peter chapter 1. From verse 4 it says, God has granted us his precious and magnificent promises in order that we, you might become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. Now for this very reason also, applying all diligence in your faith, supply what? Some say virtue. I like my Bible, the version New American Standard. It says, Supply moral excellence. He said, in that one, add knowledge. To knowledge, what do you add? Self-control. To that, you add perseverance, godliness, brotherly kindness, and love. Now, listen to this. He said, if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they render you neither useless nor unfruitful in the true knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. The point I'm making here is this. If you want fruit in your life, you increase these qualities. It's not chase away de- devils. It's not chase away demons. It's not chase away the people in our family that said I will not prosper. I hope you're getting my point. Listen, one way by which God gets us to become what we want to be is to speak to us through our troubles. I said last time, even if your name is Ahab and you marry Jezebel, before you start pointing at Jezebel, kneel down and say, what is the Ahab in my life that attracted the Jezebel? You need to have the Ahab in your life to attract the Jezebel's outside. So the day you discover Jezebel in your family, that is in your house, you've married Jezebel. Before you say, Jezebel, you won't kill me, I'll be one to kill you. First kneel down and say, dear Lord, look, we'll kill Jezebel later, but right now, let us say to, what was the Ahab that was in my soul, that brought Jezebel into my life. Because if there's no Ahab in my soul, Jezebel could not have come into my house. That is what God does for us in the time of affliction. I mentioned number one. He says, listen, 
you don't need the food. You need the word. So as long as you are praying and praying and you consider the absence of the food affliction, I will be watching and watching until you learn that man does not live by bread alone. Why do I allow afflictions? One major reason is so as to get your attention and purify your moral excellence, to purify your character. And I'm emphasizing today so that we can start praying. That listen, enough of pointing of what? Fingers. Enough. It's enough. It's enough. Are you a child of God? Your affliction is not caused by the devil. It doesn't have that amount of power. It's not caused by those who don't like you. God has not granted them that amount of power. I said last time, if you feel like your life is, is on one spot and it's not moving forward, you are wrong. I don't care who imprisoned you, you are wrong. You are the one that is wrong. That is why your prayer always is, Lord, that which I see not, teach me. You know why? Because every man's way is right in his own eyes. Every man's way is right in his own eyes. Once, look, most good people that are doing what is wrong, they think they are right. They think they are right. That's why David said, before I was afflicted, I went astray. Uh, last time we analyzed it. Uh, what's his name? Ezekiah. It was in the midst of his affliction, the man looked and said, God, thank you for throwing away my sins. He said, it was for my good that I was afflicted. Many Christians die needlessly because God is trying to get them to get a point, and they wouldn't get it. I told you the story I heard from Kenneth Higgins. A man that God wanted to save his life. He said, he was a prophet. God used to speak to him in different, interesting ways. The Lord spoke to him clearly. Go and preach for that man. He said, that is not my type of person. I don't like his kind of church. He said, it doesn't matter. I want to go and preach there. He said, why? He said, because that man is going to die if he does not listen to you. He preached for the man for weeks. The man didn't come once to listen to him. You can imagine that I invited somebody to come here. And we ran a program for like two weeks. And the host pastor who invited him, who God was trying to save his life, did not show up one time. Finally, he shouted on the man, Come for these meetings. Don't you know you are going to die? The man said, Listen, if I come for the meeting, I have to agree I'm wrong. You are preaching things that are opposite to what I've been preaching. I would rather die than admit that I am wrong. He opened his mouth and said so. And the Holy Spirit said to this man of God, next Sunday, he will die during the church service. He left there, went to go and pray for somebody else, and he told the other pastor, I'm just coming from so and so person's church. He's going to die on the pulpit next Sunday. He mounted the pulpit on Sunday to take an announcement. He slumped over and he died. God wanted to save his life. I have seen it again and again. When Christians have troubles, they keep on blaming the devil. Devil, 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 devil. This devil is not as powerful as we make him to be. Last time I spent all the time ex explaining, God is judge. He rules in the affairs of man. He's enthroned in the heavens. Some preachers don't believe that Satan has to take permission from God. But go and read what Jesus Christ said. Jesus said, Simon, Simon. Satan has obtained permission to sift you all like wheat. I had to go and intervene before the presence of the Father. 
And what I could get was that I would strengthen you. This devil is not that powerful. If affliction comes to your life before you start chasing the enemies and the devils, sit down and say, God, where did I open this door? This devil is an accuser. What is he using to accuse me? I've outlined three things. Ignorance is number one, solve your ignorance. But usually, by the time you are taking something up in prayer, ignorance is no longer a problem. A lot of times. What I mean is this. A lot of books, a lot of Christians believe that God, that to prosper is sin. So they are enjoying their poverty. They won't pray about it because they are suffering for Jesus as far as they are concerned. It's true. They won't pray about it. To you, according to your faith. If you decide that you don't want to believe God, that your bones can be strong in old age, you can be taking medicine, by the time you are 70-something, they say your bones are getting weak, you still go to heaven. So, let's assume we solve the ignorance, solve some problems. But then, we believe God for something. We believe in prosperity. We believe in increase. We believe in promotion. And it is not coming. Somebody now lies and says it's the devil. Listen, my brethren, it is not the devil. Many times God is just saying, let me get your attention. You know what happened to Job? Job was so sure he was right. By the time God opened his mouth and spoke, Job realized he was very wrong. What am I going to say? No matter how right you are, I've seen people like that. They are so sure they are right. This is my affliction is because I've been specially chosen for affliction. And when I say God wants to correct us, you'll be amazed at the kind of corrections he's trying to correct people. One of the major ones I think he, must, he wants to wipe Christians' minds clean off is for them to still be thinking a wealthy man is a man that's enjoying. So every time they are praying, they are praying for enjoyment. God said you can enjoy where you are. Yes, it's true. So he can't answer the prayer for promotion, for material promotion. Why? The fellow thinks when I get there, I will become, you know, happier. I will become more joyful. When me too, I can go abroad, I can take my children on holiday. There's prosperity has come. Because I'm not giving you anything. Why? You don't have sense. And you'll be amazed. There are many Christians imprisoned on one spot for that reason. God wants to increase them. He said, but he doesn't know the reason, the meaning of increase. I want to bless this, but I want to bless this girl, but he doesn't get the point. He's still sleeping at night and saying the reason why he can't sleep is because he doesn't have a big house with big with air conditioner blowing all the time and a 30 kV generator in case power fails and it's whining, whining, whining. God said, this boy, he doesn't get it. If I transfer him to that kind of house now, he won't let, me, he won't let heaven rest again because he's believing God for diesel. He can't afford it. He has to be praying, you know. <laughs> I want to give him more money for diesel. He'll start complaining about the fact that it's too expensive. Regulation price is supposed to be 150. How come he's paying 210? He doesn't know that every increase, every spot of increase in life has new challenges. He's waiting to be, God said, leave him there. He will believe God. Lord, this is a year of promotion. So sit, pray, confess. God said, I'm not listening. Say why? He still doesn't get the point that a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things which he possesses. There are people for 20 years, they are one spot, God said, they have not gotten the point. They can't leave that spot. That is why 
don't ever listen. You may think you are right. That's what I'm trying to say. What what God is judging? God doesn't judge. It's not this external sense that is his primary thing. Those ones are manifestation of an internal problem. It's those internal things that he's going after first of all. If I say this surprise, you know, it, it shocks me. At the number of Christians that still think to live in America is an advantage. There are the women who will still marry an idiot if he comes from America. And they are good girls, good Christian girls. Choir leaders, worship Father God. Hallelujah. We will bless your name in the name of Jesus. Hunger comes and say, hey, babe, how far? She will marry. <laughs> Why? She still thinks. You know, when you see Christians talk sometimes, you are alarmed. You mean in 2016 this depth of ignorance still exists? I was telling my wife the other day, I have a friend that I couldn't believe. You know, there are people you think have sense. This guy is older than me. Been teaching Bible for longer than me. Then one day he opened his mouth and talked. I said, I told my wife, what? This guy still worships America too? I suddenly remember that actually, long ago, he frustrated himself for more than 15 years trying to go to America. It did not happen. So one day he opened his mouth and made a statement. I said, Jesus. So this guy is still worshipping this thing. And on the surface, you wouldn't guess. That's why God has been blocking people's doors. Blocking their way. Standing in front of them every day. And they are saying, it's the enemy that says I will not progress. God said, the enemy cannot say you will not progress where I'm standing. They can't. If you and I agree, you will progress. You will progress. I prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. They can't stop you from progressing. That's your feet. Let's pray. Watch my time. It's very important. We need to pray. Everybody begin to pray. Pray, pray anyhow you like. I am serious. But based on the words I have spoken, first of all, declare. Let's declare God's word. There's one we declare all the time. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Well, before we begin to pray, where's our, where's our prayer declaration? All right, the Lord is good. All right, I want to go. I enter into the presence of the Father as a renewed child of God. I have been righteous by the power of the blood of Jesus, and I give him the praise for it. I haven't come in the power of the good works I have done. I have come only because of the grace and mercy which I have through Christ Jesus. I thank the Lord for loving me. I thank the Lord for washing me clean. I thank the Lord for making me worthy to stand before him. I have come in the company of my brethren who are also washed, who are also clean. We are a company of the children of God who are declared righteous by faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. Why do we take that declaration all the time? To let us know that it's not because of what we have done. We have to keep on counteracting that lie. God is not answering you because of what you have done. He's answering you because of the faith that you have in Christ Jesus. That is the same reason why you are an overcomer. Did you hear what I said? You have not overcome because you are the one that fasted the longest. No, 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 no. no. Fasting does not make you an overcomer. You are not an overcomer because you are the one that prayed the loudest. Loud praying does not make you an overcomer. You are not an overcomer because you are the one that gave the biggest. That does not make you an overcomer. You are not an overcomer because you have preached to more people than anybody else. That is not what makes you an overcomer. You are an overcomer only because you are in Christ Jesus. The more you realize that, 
the more you overcome in reality. Do you hear what I said? It is what you are in Christ that matters. Somebody say amen. amen. Based on that, let me say it again. The devil is not the reason why you are where you are. He's not. He can't. He doesn't have the power. He cannot stop the overcomer in Christ. The village enemies are not a real problem. Those who don't like you, they are not a problem. So what is the problem? I don't know. Begin to pray. Say, Lord, what is the problem? It's a very simple prayer. Say, Lord, what is the reason? Begin to declare, say in the name of Jesus, what is the reason? Father God, reveal to me that which I see, not teach me. Teach me. Say, search me. Check my inward thoughts. My anxious thoughts. The things inside me. That is the important thing. Say, the things inside me. Search me, O Lord. Say, Lord, in my ministry, it is not the enemy, it's not the devil, it's not the location. What is the reason? Why am I not making the kind of progress? Lord, teach me. That which I see not, teach me. Everybody repeat this after me. I'm reading from Psalm 139, verse 23. Say, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me, and know my anxious thoughts. And see if there be any hurtful way in me. And lead me in the everlasting way. Sometimes we have wrong thoughts. Declare, say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, every wrong thought in my heart, I reject them. Reveal them to me that I may confess them out of my life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now begin to say the Lord in your own way. Say, Lord, it's not my enemies, it's my thoughts. What are the thoughts that are not in keeping with your thoughts? The Lord said, it was into Israel in Isaiah chapter 55. He said, your thoughts are not my thoughts. As a result, your ways are not my ways. And that's the reason why there was no breakthrough for them. Say, Lord, what are the thoughts? Sometimes you are doing what is right, but there is a new level of thinking. There's a new level of thinking. There's a new level of thinking. There's a new level of thinking. Say, Lord, lead me into that new level of thinking. Those thoughts that will produce the ways. What are the ways that I'm operating by that are wrong? Say, Lord, lead me into a new level of thinking. In the name of Jesus, lead me into a new level of thinking. The thoughts that are wrong, what are my thoughts concerning marriage? That has been the problem in my home. That has been the problem of disappointment. What are my thoughts? Say, Lord, lead me, correct me, correct me. I am tired of giving the glory to the devil. I am tired of giving the glory to the enemies. I am tired of giving the glory to the surrounding circumstances. I am tired of giving the glory to the nation. I am tired of giving the glory to my background. No, if God is with me, if God indeed is with me, no one can be successfully against me. So I know it is not a problem of these people. Promotion does not come from the east or from the west and not from the south. Say, God, you are my judge. Declare, say, Lord, you are my judge. You are my judge. Condemn every negative way out of my life. Now, in the name of Jesus, out of my thoughts, I repent. Every, Lord, every, look, listen, listen, listen. Can you just pause for a second? I prayed this prayer once. God dropped a word in my head. It knocked me into my seat. It's as if somebody dropped a weight on my head. That's how I collapsed under the weight. When Winners Chapel were, pre- pay, were, 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 were praying, whether it was Bishop that was praying or somebody, 
But he said, ah, begin to say, as I began to say, God just there, boom, it was so clear. If you don't want an answer, don't pray that prayer because it becomes judgment for you. Did you hear what I said? Yes, sir. Our latest book at the back, it was written, warning. Don't read this book unless you want to serve God. <laughs> if you're trying to get something from him, don't read it. If you want to serve him, then read it. I'm saying to you, God will answer you tonight. Amen. This night, oh. Haha. <laughs> in fact, for, for many people, before you leave here, in fact, some you, you know already. You know already. You know already. You know already. Somebody has lied to you about the kind of wife you should marry. That's why all of them have been using your head to do hammer, hammer board. You know what they call hammer? Six inches. Boom! Talk to woman. Bam! That's it. You think they are wicked girls? The girls are not wicked. Now you know what you define. God said, you made up your mind that everybody must come from this area. God said, this has been the problem. He said, renew your mind. Tell your neighbor, renew. Renew, renew, your, renew your mind. You know why those jobs, you have not gotten them? One simple reason, God said, your mind is wrong. He said, renew your mind. Tell your neighbor, renew your mind. I say to you again, this night, the Lord will reveal to you what you should change. Many people are knowing it already. Many more, before they go, suddenly something will click. Let me really drop something for you. Sometimes it's hard. What do you do? Take those words to God in prayer. Say, Lord, this is what my heart picked up when we pray. Walk this thing into my life. It's a simple prayer. Oh, Christianity is easy. It is. Listen to me. The men that God does not want you to relate with, they will disappoint you in the name of Jesus. The people that he doesn't want you to relate with, they will be offended at you in the name of Jesus. The places he does not want you to go to, Doors will close for you there in the name of Jesus. Amen. You will not succeed in disobedience. Amen. Your case will not be like Asa that will get results while disobeying God. Amen. Every frustration in your life, look closely, look closely. The Lord is saying, turn away from this path, walk on another path. That's what he's saying. Every, look, listen, the man who disappointed you last week, your father's friend who was supposed to help, who disappointed you three days ago, now you know it was the Lord. Say after me, say it was the Lord. It was the Lord. Say it was, the Lord. it was the Lord. Say like you believe it was the Lord. It was the Lord. God will open your own doors for you. Amen. In due season, now listen, the dueness of the season, if I may use that expression, is dependent on how quickly you repent. Declare again, say Lord, every thought. Now begin to say in your own words, every thought. That is against your will. The will of God now being the order of God. Every thought, every idea that I'm holding on to. All those things I grew up with. Because that's how they think in our place. This is how to pray in the time of affliction. You say, Lord, okay, how did we get here? I know the devil is not strong. <laughs> He's not that strong. He's not that strong. He's not that strong. He said, how we want to chase a thousand? And two chased 10,000. Is it not that because the Lord gave them up? Their rock sold them. When they offended the Lord, they allowed their enemies to, you know, to destroy their walls and pillage their cities. 
Say, Lord, you are my God. The devil doesn't have power in my life. That's why I'm asking you, Lord, that which I see not teach me. This is how to pray in the time of affliction. One trouble after another is coming against me. Say, Lord, ah, why? Why? There are times God says to Moses, the reason is because we are praying when you should be declaring words. Moses was saying, God, God said, hey, why did I give you a staff? There are parents that are praying about their children. Say, God, God says, pray about who now? Why did I give you the power of a parent? Why did I say, take the rod in your hand and discipline your child? Why are you praying? Many times God cannot answer why. We are not doing what he said we should do. We want to pass the book over to him. He said to Moses, you have the rod. You have the rod. Raise that rod. Divide the sea. You have the rod. Raise that rod. Discipline your children. You have the rod. Raise that rod. Correct them. Drive away the foolishness out of their hearts. And stop wondering who is, which demon is possessing your child. Foolishness, the word of God says, is bound in their hearts. Say, Lord, teach me, 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 teach me. My heart is open. I declare to my heart, hear ye the word of the Lord. Hear the correction of the Lord. That's how to pray in the time of affliction. God does not like giving us troubles. But he would rather give us troubles than have us die in disobedience. It is so that we might be corrected. He said, I let them be hungry so that they can understand that this focus on food will not let them serve me. It will not let them be blessed. Give the Lord and say, Lord, I thank you. Because indeed you have corrected me. Say, Lord, I thank you. The Bible says, who is the one that fears the Lord? He said, him he will teach in the way that he should choose. Say, Lord, thank you for teaching me. Begin to give the Lord thanks. Say, Lord, thank you for teaching me. Say, Lord, thank you for teaching me. Thank you for the way of correction. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. I just feel like saying it again. Your mouth will not condemn the nation. Amen. Say amen now. Amen. Your mouth will not condemn the president. Amen. It will not condemn the governor. Amen. It will not condemn the economy. Amen. You see, how do mouths condemn? It's when they criticize all the time. Your mouth will not condemn. Amen. And I like to say it also. You will be blessed in this land. Amen. This land will be fruitful for your sake. Amen. If you sow in this land, you will reap a hundredfold. Amen. Your business will do well. Amen. When they say there are no jobs, and God said you need to take a job for your next phase of training, you will get one. Amen. You will be a blessing to every employer that employs you. Amen. They will look at you and say, ah, indeed God has children. And you will, it will be you they are looking at. Amen. You will be a testimony of the glory of God. Amen. You will be a testimony of the excellence of God. They looked at uh, Daniel. They said there was no corruption or negligence that was found in him. Everything Daniel did, he did with excellence. They could not find any occasion for accusation. That will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. In this land, you will do well. God will protect you. Laws will be written to favor you. 
You will be a blessing to this land. Amen. I talked about those who are working for somebody. What about people that somebody is, people are working for? You also will be a blessing to your employees. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You will be an example that a land may appear dry outside, but those who are working with God, it is fruitful for them. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God will open great doors for you. Amen. Doors of good will not close to you. Amen. They will not close in your face. Amen. The angels of God will hold them open while you walk through. Amen. If there is trouble behind, your red sea will divide. Amen. And you will pass through and you will be safe. And if your trouble tries to pass through, it will drown. <laughs> In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Everything you need to expand, God will send to you. Amen. Money will come to you. Amen. Human help will come to you. Amen. Favor of all kinds will come to you. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. In this land, you will succeed. Amen. And your success will move abroad. Amen. From here, you will produce what they want in America. Amen. From here, you will produce what they want in Europe. From here, you will produce what the rest of Africa will use. Amen. You are a blessing to this land. Amen. Listen, I don't know Dangote personally, but I keep on mentioning the name because he shows there's an example I like from his life. People will criticize you also, so get, get ready for it. They will abuse you thoroughly. I will not pray that it will not happen. In fact, you will, you will receive it in Jesus' name. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's what it is with big men now. You, people will also criticize you. Say amen. amen. Uh, I'm just telling you where you will be. Have you seen that criticize the, the beggar by your roadside? They don't get time. Have you ever seen but criticize that madman? Why does he not wear clothes? That lunatic, why is he not wearing clothes? Does he not, not know he's naked? But do you know if I don't wear a shirt to come and preach here? You will reach home. Ah, apostle, what happened to your pastor? Are you getting my point? Let me quickly bless you. They will talk about you. Amen. Uh-huh. People will talk about you. Amen. Now back to what I was saying. Why I like the man is because you see somebody doing something and people are being blessed by it. Let me summarize it. So will your life be. Amen. You will create just a multitude. Amen. It will start. You will think it's a joke. You first employ somebody. Help me hold this iron rod. That's where he started. One day there will be two people needed. Then once there will be four. Before you know what's happening, you have to buy a machine that can hold it while the other people are doing other things. Then one day after 10, 15 years, 20 years of doing business, you look back. And when they say sign here, it's your accountant telling you to sign the pay order for the month. And you will check it list. 10,000 people are eating because you are alive. Amen. That will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. Amen. That is what wealth means. Wealth does not mean I now eat with two sides of the mouth. That's not what it means. Wealth does not mean that I have cars in different colors. Wealth means that as long as I am alive, many people will eat. When I sign, children will go to school. One day your accountant will drop a piece of paper for you. You will say, what is that? You will have forgotten. Last month, you, you and your wife decided that this scholarship scheme should start. So the first set of students have been picked. And you are signing for 100 students going to the best universities in Nigeria. Amen. And they just say, sign here. And you will just sign and you will forget. Amen. That's how blessed you will be. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You will be blessed at home. Amen. You will be blessed outside. Amen. You will be blessed when you go out. Amen. You will be blessed when you come in. Amen. No evil will befall you. See, any arm robber that wants to kill somebody will die because of you. Amen. Any kidnapper that wants to kidnap you, he will fall into a well and die there. Amen. You, your life is precious. Amen. One useless man will not kill you because he does, he's not going anywhere. Amen. God will not let that happen to you in Jesus' name. Amen. It will not happen to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. 
the Lord will defend you in your going out. He will protect you in your coming in. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so are you surrounded. The angel of the Lord will encamp around you and deliver you from all troubles. In the name of Jesus Christ. As you grow older, you will grow stronger. In the name of Jesus. You will enjoy life with the wife of your youth. In the name of Jesus Christ. God will bless you, bless your children, bless everything that your hand finds to do. In the name of Jesus Christ. I feel strong. It is well with you. I say it's well with you. It's well with you. People who know you, they will be happy. Just because they know you, they will be happy. God, whose word you are listening to, will bless you in this life. His word will not fail in your life. He will take glory from your life. His angels have gone out and they are gathering. His spirit has gone out to gather. And they are bringing down to your house. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let's share the grace in fellowship. Surely we are passed out of death and we are passed into life. We are passed out of darkness into the light of Christ. We are passed out from under the curse into the blessings. All things have passed away in our lives. We are now filled with the spirit of Christ. We live above sin and walk above the devil because we are seated high above with Christ. This is our season of fruitfulness and multiplication in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. One more time. This is my season. Please bless three people quickly. Bless somebody else. Bless somebody else. Bless somebody else. All right, cheer up, brethren.